Welcome to the Known Legacy Podcast, by Dads for Dads, coming at you from the Lone Star State Cigar Shop in Allen, Texas. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your host, Bill and Travis. You know what I would love to do for Known Legacy at some point? What's like, that? If we could dream, first off, my f- biggest dream is get Jim Gaffigan on and talk dad life. I think that would be a blast. Another dream would be to um, do like a, f- a Known Legacy family vacation. Like book a cruise line and get all of the listeners and their families on Known Legacy just so we can see the dysfunction that we all live in like in close quarters <laughs> and get away and talk as guys and... You know, set up something for the moms and the kids can just go and not drown. You can call uh, the dysfunctional <laughs> cruise. Like fun functional cruise. Man, that's you. you you should be in like marketing like a madman or something. Marketing so. like a madman. Yeah, but those that's my dream. Like like Jim Gafkin sitting right here next to us and just having a conversation about dad, dad life and everything else. Um and mm-hmm. uh and then a known legacy disfun sh- 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 uh Chanel. There we go. Uh, Cruise. I, like I think it. that'd be fun. I'd I be like fun. it. You know, uh, I'm Travis. I am Bill. Known legacy. We're happy you're here. And uh, so, Bill, let me ask you a question. Um, it is the the summertime, which means all of our family and friends, and uh, even acquaintances and even strangers, are posting all of their amazing summer vacations yes. on Facebook. And I'm sure that as you watch all of your family and friends go on these amazing vacations, you just in your heart of hearts celebrate and like. Man, I'm so happy for you that you get to go <laughs> to Hawaii. Like, I am overjoyed that you are getting to spend time on a cruise. To, yeah. You know, like, it just, is that, it just overwhelming? Because I know for me, not that's always. absolutely not the case. Not the case. I did have fun, though. I remember one time, like, one of my favorite vacations, we got to take the family to Disney World. And, uh, you know, you went all out. Like, we saved for, like, ever. <laughs> College fund? Gone. Forever. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't, uh, I would suggest watching Sandlot uh, with your kids because it is Fourth of July and that's one of the best yes. scenes in that movie. Sandlot is a classic. Not the second one. I couldn't even do the second one. I got uh, ten minutes in and they use the word "damn" like five times and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, but even that, like, you don't take a classic like that. No. And then it's like redoing you can't Star Wars. It. Right. Well, wait a minute. Anyway, so, so that's a whole, totally different subject. We can do an entire sorry, podcast. Sorry, on. sorry. So, so, so we were in. I remember my one of my favorite vacations. So, um, you know, we were we were going around to different places, and one day we went to to Epcot Center, which I like Epcot. I mean, some people don't, but uh, I like it. I'll, majority of people. It's fun. I think it's fun. It's dated. But I'm boring. But maybe. I've never been to Disney. Like, well, I was there when I was in like fifth grade, okay. but I haven't been there since. So I really, I'm speaking out of jealousy more than anything. So. Hey, uh, hey, jealousy. Actually, we'll talk about this in a second. <laughs> hey, um, jealousy. So we're in, we're, we're like in Epcot. My wife's like, we have to go over to the, to, to like the London one by the Peter Pan something. And the kid's like, yeah, we got to go. And they're rushing me through the door. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, what are you guys, what are we missing? She goes, there's something over there we got to do. And so we're walking through. I mean, we're like running. I'm like, slow down, like trying to catch up with my maybe, wife. Maybe Tinkerbell was there and, you, and you never, your family wanted to meet Tinkerbell. You never know. <laughs> and, and so I'm running down there. And all of a sudden, as I get towards London, the London area, I get this giant bear hug. And, oh. and I'm like, what the heck? Like I like, didn't know. What, Did your fight or flight mechanism kick in? Like someone's hugging me, I'm gonna either turn around and punch them, or I'm gonna run the other way. Yeah, I think it was more run the other way, but I don't know because <laughs> the family was far away, whatever. But it's hard when they're hanging on. To exactly. You. So anyways, but come to hug. find out, come to find out, it was it was my mentor from New York who just happened to be there 
at that same time, my buddy Rich, Rich Paulson, was there. And he, he like, just happened to be there for this little period of time because he was at a baseball tournament with his kids and all that kind of stuff. And so I got to see him. And, you know, because we're in, we're in Texas now. He's in New York. Never get to see him. We happened to be in Florida at the same time. They worked it out. Boom. Got to hug him. Got to say hi. Talk really quick. And then we kind of moved on. But it was like, man, it's, uh, so I'm like, I'm pumped. I'm like, do, 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 do. Like, things are a good day. I'm walking through all the different countries, you know, in Epcot. And then I get to, you know, the America one. Mm. And and all of a sudden I'm looking oh, up. Yes, and it's very like classic. It's very like classic, oh, yeah. you know, like like Norman Rockwellian type yeah. thing. Yeah, and uh, and so I look on the on like there's like this little amphitheater and it says Rock the Garden, and I'm like okay cool, and it said Gin Blossoms. Oh, and so I walked up to this guy and I'm like, so like are the Gin Blossoms gonna is this a cover band? And he goes, no, this is the real Jim Blossoms. I'm like, what? Wait, for free? <laughs> like for free after Wait, spending a hundred million dollars to get in? That's exactly. It ain't free, baby. Ain't you free. paid for that thing five times over. Yes, I did. And so here I am. I'm like elated. I look back, you know, I'm in this. I, I just saw my mentor and then I sit down and my kids are like, we're so glad that you had a chance to do this, dad. And I'm like, yeah, sure you are. I just bought you a vacation at Disney World. You're going to let me do this. And so I sit down. I get to watch them and they and they start playing and all the classic 90s songs you know oh like, my gosh so good and it's like i mean obviously they look older i'm like hey they look older and i realize wait if they're older that means <laughs> i'm older and yeah. so you're not in junior high anymore, junior high anymore. hey jealousy but i still remember you know i i went back to when i was like wearing flannel and you know yes! listening to like the Pearl whole grunge Jam thing and, yes it's coming back baby and they were there and they played the song jealousy oh and i was like yeah it was the best. It was the best trip. Were, were you fangirling it? Like, were, were you up in the front row, like with your uh, Boston Lager? And Boston uh, Lager. And just that's going it. crazy. Having it happen. And it was so funny because cause the, the majority of people there were like guys my age. <laughs> <laughs> they were all like, yeah. Okay, so go backwards 20 years when Gin Blossom were like meeting together for the first time. We're like, man, we're going to get all the ladies. Exactly. We are going to be a rock band from Seattle. We're going to be all. And now they're. In their 40s and 50s, and they're playing at Disney to a bunch of guys. A bunch of guys <laughs> and their families. And the kids are like, can we go now? Can we go? I want to go ride that ride. At what point do they turn to each other and go, wow, this is, this did not turn out the way this I thought it would. This is what we expected. This is not what I wanted. This is not the ending the, chapter that the, we wanted. So, But it was a great time. We had a good time. And, uh, and it was a great trip. I'm sorry. It's okay. It was good. It was good. Oh. But, you know, I, I, I look back and I, I think about that song, Jealousy, and then I think about people who have taken trips and you're like, oh, we're going to Aspen in the fall and we're going to Hawaii in the summer and, and, that, and all that jealousy jumps in. Oh, man. And I was Absolutely. Like, so my Hey Jealousy song plays sometimes, too. Okay, so let me ask you this question. I think it's a fair question. Um, what is the jealousy that men deal with? Like, like what is it that really, it, the, the scriptural word would be coveting. Yeah, you know, and, and God addresses that early on with the Israelite nation when He kind of gives them here's the rules for life, um, and uh, some call it the Ten Commandments. And He goes, "Hey, don't covet. Yeah, don't be jealous for your your neighbor. Don't yeah. be jealous for your neighbor's stuff, and don't be jealous for your neighbor's like um, well being, like his maid servants. May you know, don't be jealous. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, like, what does jealousy look like for the heart of a uh, of a 30, 40 year old man today? Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, so uh, I've, I've overcome this one, but when my kids were heavily into uh, sports, little league sports, 
um, the jealousy monster would show up often. Mm. How so? Well, so, you know, we a pastor, my wife's a, a teacher. We don't have a lot of extra resources. So we, we would all start the season at the, pretty much the same level. But then you'd have some kids that were heavily vested in, like, the side coach. And they had the hitting coach. And they'd be going to the batting cages every single week. And, and I'm like, I, I don't have the cash for that. So my kid's yeah. just getting coaching from the coach in the Little League one hour a week. And then they play the game. And so where they all started off equal, all of a sudden you have some kids, because of this extra coaching that they're able to put resources towards, are becoming these exceptionally gifted ball players. And my kid's still trying to run to first, not second base. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. it, and I would just become um, jealous. And what would often happen is, uh, unfortunately, sinfulness. Um, I would make snide comments to my wife that would justify our, like, lack of sports ability. Yeah. Um, or, m- worst case, I would take it out on my kid, like, you should run faster. Why can't you make that throw? Yeah. And it just, it really, for me, sports. Kids sports is, is one of those jealousy things yeah. that w- really brought it out of me, you know? And, yeah. and unfortunately, I was doing what a lot of dads do, trying to vicariously live through my kids and their sporting, sporting and, and that's never a good thing. I think for me, it, even beyond, like, what we struggle with is, is I, I think the bigger is the why. And I, for me, it was, it's comparison. So it's like, it's, it, it's not so much, because I think we all have different reasons why we get jealous and, and like for, for guys, but I think it goes back to the root of we compare ourselves to those around us. Absolutely. With completely different situations. And I, and I believe that. And with a sliding scale. Yeah. It's never a fair or consistent yeah, comparison. Never. It's always something else. Um, so, yeah. No, I think, but I think comparison steals joy. I think that's it. So we're talking about joy and the idea that. We keep looking at something going, if I only had, you know, and again, you said coveting. It's perfect. It's a perfect idea of like, of, man, that's really what it comes down to. We, we don't really call it that much anymore. No. This idea of like coveting or, or, or you know, looking uh, even with a lustful eye, not at an individual, but at the, uh, at, at the situation. Like, right. uh, why can't I have that? Then you then bitterness comes in and it steals your joy. Yeah. Whereas what you started as like, oh man, my kids are going to have a great time in sports you know, they're going to have a great time in baseball and they're going to learn some. And we're going to and then you kind of picture yourself throwing the ball with them at yeah. night. And yeah. you're like, and son, it's like, and remember when you rounded second and how you <laughs> felt and you're like, and I was cheering and the lemonade spilled. And we went out for, you know, went out for cheese sticks after and, you know, all that kind of stuff. it's like all these random things. And and it's like you, you sit there and you're like, and th- when that doesn't happen and then you see the dad walk away you know, with the, with the picture perfect everything and their, their kid is supposedly happy and we compare and then we, our joy is stolen at that point. You know, I think another thing that, reflecting on my own life that crept in and I didn't even realize it until just now, is, you know, when I graduated from college, I graduated with a, a whole host of really good friends and we were in a very similar stage of life. We all played soccer together, we all hung out together, we all had tomfoolery together and then we graduated and we started getting our jobs and almost all of us started off at almost the exact same pay yeah. scale. Yeah. You know, some of us were a little bit more, some of us a little bit less, but those gaps exponentially grew over the first few years. Yeah. And so now you're trying to connect with your friends and like, yeah, let's do this. Um, let's all get together at, at in Vegas. It's only going to be $2,000. And I'm like, $2,000. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I can't save up enough money to pay rent next week. Exactly. What are you talking about? $2,000. Exactly. I, ain't, I ain't got $2,000. And then, and, and then, you know, then out of generous, Oh, well I'll pay for you. Well, I don't want your freaking charity. You exactly. know, I'm working my tail off at my job and my career. And I see, th- and so instead of celebrating 
their hard work and labor and the gifts that have been given to them, you begin to covet, you compare like you and your situation to them and their situation, and it can just get nasty really quick. Friendships can die over it. Marriages can die over it. Yeah. Um, careers can die over it. And like you said, it will steal your joy. Uh, what does John 10.10 say? The thief comes to steal, steal kill, and, kill destroy. and destroy. And I think one of the tools he uses in the heart of man, whether it be woman or man, is jealousy and comparing because that that negates the gifts that God's given to us every single day. That's why the Lord's Prayer is so powerful when we say, thank you, Lord, for the daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. It's this idea of like, God, give me enough today to make it through today and let me rejoice in that rather than saying, well, you gave him two loaves and I wanted one. I want two loaves. No, I've given you what you need today. So rejoice in that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I... I think we need to remember that, that life life comes in seasons. You know, uh, Ecclesiastes three one says that for everything there is a season and a time for matter under heaven. And so in the midst of our time, everybody's running in a different season. You know, I mean, it's not like it, it, it works uh, along with each other that, 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 that the season that I'm in and the season you're in are exactly the same. Right. You know, you know, you may be in a wintertime season. I may be in a summer or vice versa. And we're seeing this fruit and we're like, well, why isn't it happening in my life? I mean, a lot of this bitterness. And so I guess I want to throw some truth out there today to kind of help remove some of this jealousy. Truth bomb. Truth bombs. Is that because we're trying to be woke? We're trying to be woke. <laughs> hey, that's it. <laughs> I don't think I'm woke. I barely woke up this morning. I'm trying to work through this. Gotta love it. Speaking of, I'd like to thank uh, Armor Coffee for their lovely caffeinated drinks this morning that are allowing us to woke up. Uh, yes, very good. I'm liking I'm liking the armor. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think for us, you know, to even think about the fact that we're in a season that is different than somebody else. Right. So, so to, to take a breath as you're scrolling through Instagram, as you're scrolling through social media, as you're t- having conversations at work or, you know, you're in your cubicle and you hear someone's like, yeah, I just went, you know, swimming with the dolphins in Maui. And you're like, wait, I'm sitting here busting my tail. How are you doing this? We don't know the stories behind people. So before we immediately lose it on somebody and 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 if you begin to look in the backstories of some people there's a lot of credit card debt in the world right now yep so people are 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 producing stories that they're not even paying for yet or they're going to pay 30 40 percent more when all said and done i mean that's the joy of a credit card it's like man i really want that but you know you know if you could look yourself and go man i really want this and i want to pay 28 percent more right for it and so 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 we look at this and we we think that that in our season we need to slow down process and think about the fact that everyone's in a different season of their life. God has you in a specific season right now on purpose. He do, he didn't he doesn't forget about you. He doesn't not think about you. God's refining you in what you may think is an unproductive season. Right. You know, we've right. talked about this before with, you know, with like vineyards and I and I'll, I'll go back to it, but the fact that in those winter time in those vineyards is a very important time because it allows us to be pruned to be checked so that when we when that fruitful season comes around we can actually handle the fruit that's been given to us that we don't take it out of balance and so many times we want that season to show up now right. so, I, so i guess the encouragement is as simple as this is this season is check it out a season <gasps> which means it has to end eventually right so if it's to a good season yes the birds again i think we talked about that a little while ago don't but, stop me. But this idea. <laughs> Do you even know the words? No, I don't. Okay, good. <laughs> but this idea of, of, of it being a season is so important because 
there, there's a beginning and an end of every season, right. and every season has a, has a purpose. So I would say, uh, to tag on to that, it, it, and I would encourage two behaviors. If you find yourself wrestling with jealousy, if you find yourself wrestling with coveting or whatever language you want to use on that, I would suggest you to do two things. Number one is this. Take time and find out what is the root of it. Often we think it's someone else's problem or we think that the issue is out there. The issue is always somewhere in your heart. Why are you jealous? Yeah. Is it because you're not living up to your potential? Is it because you're not, um, you know, because you've you've settled for something, or is it just the fact that, um, you know, you, you've you've lost sight of the dream and the adventure that God's laid for you, and you've become content with mediocrity? You know, whatever it might be, take time to wrestle with what is the root of this covenant. Like, what is going on in your heart that's making you, rather than celebrate for your friends' friends' successes, yeah. um, to uh, begin to judge and then even um, become angry or or just have issues with it or right? closed off. Right. You right. stop, you stop sending texts, you stop connecting, you, or you stop become going like out. judgmental and yeah. snidey, snotty, snotty and snide comments. We'll put that together. Snidey. Snidey. And, uh, uh, and so that's one behavior. Like take time, figure out where's the root, what's going on in your heart. That's causing that behavior to manifest itself. The second thing is this, um, learn the posture of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Learn the posture. And I know we've talked about this before. Absolutely. And the reason why we talk about it is because it's so hard, but it's so simple. And if you find yourself in a situation, you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, or you're, you're hearing the story at the office of the guy who went on the great cruise with his ex, you know, his girlfriend because his marriage didn't work out. Now his girlfriend's 20 years old and is this bombshell, blah, 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 whatever. Um, just pause and maybe start a list that never ends and just say, what are the big things and the little things I'm thankful for? And you got to write them down. Just don't let them float around in your head. Write them down. I don't care yeah. if it's a post-it note or whatever, but learn the discipline and the posture of being thankful for what you have, yeah. not what other people have. Yeah. You know, Psalm 37, four says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Uh, the, the plan, you know, so many times, I've read that and said, okay, so if I do the things that make God happy, he's going to give me what I want. This isn't what we're talking about. It's the idea of having a thankful spirit. In fact, Philippians 4 talks about that too. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'm going to say it again. Rejoice. Yes. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Love this part. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So first, so and I'll finish that in a second. But this idea of man, if I've got a bitter spirit, I need to tell God where I'm at. Hey, yes, yes, I'm frustrated. God, this season sucks. Um, can you teach me something in this right now? Right. So sometimes we want to get rescued from it when God is like, no, I'm putting you here so that I can rescue for you, rescue you from what you were about to get into. Right. So because because we make these side decisions and go, you know what, fine. That that person went on this trip. I, I, and we're using trips as an example. Jealousy overall can happen in so many ways. Cars. The car, yeah. Houses, house. zip codes, sports, you name it. You can be jealous of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so for us to have a right posture is saying, God, I want to be thankful in this. So letting my... Pray, by prayer and supplication, let my request be made known to you. God, here's where I'm at. I'm frustrated right now. This season stinks, but I know that it's a season. I know that I can trust you with this season, so I want to try and rejoice. 
love what it says. And as you re- let your request be made known to God, the peace which a peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So having this thankful heart is a huge thing, mm. especially as you scroll through and you look back. You know, I, I, I think about this. I was watching some movie about, uh, I think it was, um, I tried to watch A Star is Born. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had to struggle through this thing. And um, Was this a date night with your wife? No, it was. You I did was, this on your own accord. I was on my way to, to I was traveling and I, I was on a plane and I'm Mistakes I'm were made. This. Mistakes and were I'm made. And I'm like, I had to shut it off. It was so bad. But like, I mean, sorry if anybody who likes that movie, but like, it was just, it was sad because, you know, you see these situations, you see this person who was raised up to be some huge star and didn't really even like the place that seemingly were where they were, changed their entire identity. And someone else looks at them and said, I wish that I could be that. And they're going, I feel like I'm trapped, is what I read from the whole situation. Right. So, so in the midst of our situation, to be thankful for what we have, the little things, um, the fact that we can, can, can look over at our spouse and know that we fought for their heart and that we were honest with them, the fact that the real joy in life is being known by those around you that are closest to you. Right. So, so we can go on a vacation with a bunch of strangers, which is sometimes what a family ends up being because mm. the kids are doing something all day. Your spouse, you've been running around with your kids. You know, someone's a soccer, soccer mom, someone's a volleyball dad, and they're just running kids around and back and forth, but they don't even know each other anymore. And they take these trips and they take one snapshot of, you know, half of a second right. and we define their life by it. And it's time to stop and go, okay, the season I'm in, the thing I need to worry about, the log in my eye is what's most important for me to go, God, what do I need to change? How can I be thankful? Because this season is going to pass someday. And I find myself in a spot where I have to go, God, I'm going to trust you in this season because you're doing something here. You're refining this gold that's in me so that when the next season shows up, I'm ready and I get back my joy. So, um, my daughter and I went on a dad-daughter date uh, this past Friday. We went to P.F. Chang's, and um, th- and I have four kids, and so sometimes having conversation with kids can be difficult because yeah. I have three kids that dominate the conversation all the time. And my daughter, Molly, um, she just is more than happy to listen and be still, right? And we're on this date, and I'm, I'm going into this thinking, man, how am I going to get her to talk, right? Well, much yeah. to my surprise, she didn't shut up. She That's talked awesome. the whole time, right? So cool. So we went to P.F. Chang's, and we had some good food, and um, she talked, da, 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 and we went to Aladdin, Will Smith's Aladdin. Right? Was it good? I thought it was great. I really, I thought he did a phenomenal job with the role. Now, it's hard to follow up Robin Williams. Yeah. Because guys, like, he just defined the genie in so many great ways. But Will Smith was able to put some nods in there to, to Robin Williams, but define it for himself. And I thought it was exceptionally good. But the whole movie is exactly what we're talking about. Here you have the street rat, Aladdin, who feels like he has to try to impress the princess by being someone he's not mm-hmm. because he's jealous of the people with money and he doesn't want to steal food just to survive. And so he's pretending this whole time. And the genie, the wise one, is constantly telling him, the conscious, just be you, just be you. And then she, she's out in the in the world because of why. She's jealous of the common people in the life that they have because <laughs> she's held up, you know, and then you have this epic moment. I will show you the world. Do-do-do-do-do. Burning bright as the sunshine. I made. Those I love how you stuff. like just add words <laughs> to stuff. We're gonna make. We're gonna make a whole album of you doing songs the wrong way. A whole new world. Known Legacy presents <laughs> Travis's greatest hits. Dad, Dad Volume One. <laughs> 
tunes you know, but words you've never heard before. Exactly. <laughs> but, 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 anyway, sorry. but it's this epic story. That's why I think great movies, that's what they do. They tap into the reality of humanity, tell it in a unique way. And if we're willing to pay attention, we can see these realities of our human condition played out on the big screen at a distance. And if we're smart, we allow ourselves an opportunity to reflect on that and say, man, where am I like the street rat that I'm coveting what I think is so much better, but in reality, it's their own prison as well. Yeah. You know, because they both had their prisons. Yeah. And they were both in their prisons and they didn't realize it because they wanted what the other one had. And it's just, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. That's all I want to well, say. Well, Paul talks about it in whatever ways to be content. And sometimes we're like, that just means shut up and deal with it. That means being thankful. That That's the action. So we're like, okay. So again, <clears throat> here I am. I'm, I'm looking at someone else's life. I'm getting bitter. I'm frustrated. And, and, and you're driving on the road and you're thinking about someone else who got to do something that you didn't get to do and you begin this jealousy thing. And then your first action is to go, wait, wait, wait. What can I be thankful for right now? Right. What are the things that I can stop right now and acknowledge the thankfulness of my heart? Like, A, I'm driving in a car to a job that, that I may not like, but I've got this job. And there's a lot of people that would love that. I mean, we, we've sat with guys who have been looking for job after job and cannot seem to get it. And they're not just like, they're not like, you know, Cousin Eddie, like, well, we're waiting for a management position. They're just waiting for a job. I got a worm farm. I got a worm farm. I got worms. And so, so I, think, <laughs> I think this idea of us as we begin to go, hey, this is where, this is where I'm at. Understanding, accept the season you're in. God, you have me here on purpose right. for, for a purpose. What are you teaching me? What can I be thankful for right now? The things that, you know, I, I've, I've, used, I've used this before, but I remember there was a point I was so frustra- frustrated in my life when I was telling someone, man, I, just, I feel like right now all I have is mowing my yard. And he's like, and my buddy Joe was like, well, then just mow your yard. Right. Enjoy the fact that you have a yard to mow. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to. I want someone else's yard. You know, right. I want, I want right. the bigger yard or I want the better this. But counting the blessings that, that we have automatically can destroy this negative attitude within us. Just like I said, whatsoever things are good, honest, a good report, think on those things. And the, and the God of peace passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. Right. We just forget how, how much we really are blessed. Right. I mean, if we really look at the world, I think if you look at the statistics, we, we, might, we might have talked about it, but pretty much all of America is in the top 1% of the world. Correct. You know, I think if you own a fridge, you're in the top. What it's like ridiculous what you are. <laughs> if you have air conditioning, exactly, you're in the top half percent of the world. So I am complaining about the other people who are traveling when I'm in my air conditioned home with all the amenities that I have around me, and my wife is going to walk to the door, and I'm going to have communication with them, and my kids are going to come in and say that they love me, and you know, I've, I've talked to too many people that, I, that that as they say, as they grow older in their 60s and 70s, they wish they would have. And most of them are not based on the I wish I would have bought that bigger truck with the F-250 whatever on it. <laughs> it's the idea of, man, I wish I would spent more time with my kids. I wish I would spent more time right. engaging the heart of my wife because now she's gone. Right. And so we don't have to sit there and look in this regret, but we have to say, God, what are you teaching me in this season? This is a season. The season will pass. It has to. Teach me what you need to teach me so I can move forward to the next season, which is, which is going to be closer to the fruit that you want to produce in my life right and always being thankful yes always being thankful having no a thankful regrets. spirit no regrets no regrets so be real with your season accept it it's a season be thankful acknowledge what you're thankful for it's hard to complain and praise at the same time Ooh, true rejoice with your buddies this is their season to have fruit yours will come continue steadfast towards what god called you to because either god's word's real or it's not 
Right. Delight yourself in him and he will give you the desires of your heart. Right. And the and the fruit that we're talking about is not possessions. The fruit that we're talking about is intimacy and relationships with yes. your kids, with your wife, and with your buddies. The reason why you go on those trips to hope to connect with somebody. Right. The right. reason why you spend time with your kids to hope to be able to speak life into them that not just speaks life into them but to everybody else around them. Right. Because as you have these negative thoughts and you don't share this with the frustration of your, uh, you know, the, the frustration you have. You don't share this with your spouse. You don't share this with your kids. All they see is a bitter and angry man who, who comes home bitter and angry. When in reality, you want to affect them in, an, in a positive way. And you're not upset at them. You're upset at the situation around you. So be thankful in front of these people. Show them who you are as a child of God. Love it. Love it. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is uh, instead of posting the perfect picture on your perfect vacation, um, start posting some redneck and some white trash photos of when (laughs) everything goes horribly wrong and uh, bring joy to the people around you as the flat tire happens and as the uh, reservation fell through and as everything else. And just learn to embrace the life that you have today. Be thankful for the gifts, the big things and the little things. And uh, God will transform you. And man, that peace, it changes everything. And it only comes from Christ. It only comes from Christ. That's it. So, so stop comparing. Yep. Start being thankful. There you go. Hey, thanks for listening to Lone Legacy. Um, you guys have a great summer. Uh, season two will be starting up in September. Uh, have any questions? Info at knownlegacy.org. I'm Travis. I'm Bill. And we're here to show you a whole new world. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's, is that a bad tag? Can uh, we no, use that? I think we can use is that. Is that copyrighted? I don't think it's copyrighted. Can you sing it? Sing us out. I can show you the world. Kind of. (laughs) God bless you guys. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.